Hey, you're listening to the Smoke Meat Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Pittman. Smoke Meat's brought to you by Joe's Underground at the corner of 8th and Broad in Augusta, Georgia, in the bottom of the Lamar Building. Jeremy and the gang make you feel like you're at home every time you go. Just go down, meet some new friends, hang out with your old ones. Remember, I goes to Joe's and so should you. Today, my guest is Nikki from the band Hook Like Helen. Ah, you need to take a listen to them. They're actually my bed music right now here under this intro, and I'm going to play some of their stuff right after this show. So everybody just kind of hang on and listen and enjoy. Here's Nikki from Hook Like Helen on Smoke Me. How you doing today, Nikki? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? Any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, man, so how's things going where you at? Things are going pretty good. They're going. Um, we just had a really nice socially distanced uh, little getaway for the 4th of July um, in West Virginia. Uh, we did some like paddling on the river mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. We just got back home. Um, we're in Milan, Ohio, and it's nice and bright and sunny. It's a uh-huh. perfect summer day. Nice. Say Milan, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I used to live in a town called Milan, Georgia. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? I thought the only other one was in Italy. <laughs> oh, man. And this this thing is so small that both the city limit signs are on the same post. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's even smaller than ours, then. Oh, yeah. The town truck stop was a nail. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Boom, boom. I've got a million of them. What can I say? That's, that's, I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah. I know this... It, I, I haven't gone actually out anywhere like that to to paddle or anything like that, have any kind of fishing or fun or anything like that in a while because of all this. Yeah, this was our first time. It was a, I was a little bit anxious, but, you know, it was – there were a lot of precautions taken, and we were, you know, definitely distanced from everybody, and it was all outside. So and we have a 7-year-old son, and, you know, he hasn't been out and done anything forever and you know that's a huge chunk of his life at this point so we just we decided to take the calculated risk and get outside so it was good good for the soul yeah and then that goes a long way yeah definitely yeah Yeah. see i last time i went paddling was like 25 years ago but it was up in north georgia in the mountains on the chatuga river oh and didn't realize it till we got up there that's where they filmed deliverance Oh, really? yes. Beautiful. Oh, it was. But but the neat thing is, it was such a beautiful trip, though. I mean, uh, where Burt Reynolds fell out of the boat and was body surfing, I got to body yeah. surf that same area. It's called Bull Sleuth. Oh, my gosh. That was so cool. Was it scary? No, not a bit. Oh, my gosh. I was a little bit scared where we were, and it was like level three, like mm. pretty babyish well, that's, this I think we had one part that was like borderline level four. Okay. But for the most part, it was two and three. I mean, it was a nice little ride. That, we, we that sounds fun. Yeah, it was beautiful. I definitely want to go back and do some more. That was my first time doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It just gets better. I'm glad you survived the... Uh... Yes, <laughs> I thought did. that was filmed in Tennessee for some reason. Well, it's up near the Tennessee border. Okay. Yep, it's way up north Georgia. Gotcha. Yeah, they, they filmed it in Tallulah, um, on the Tallulah River at Tallulah Falls, and in up in Clayton on the Chattooga. Oh wow! Cool. Oh yeah. 
I told nice. you this interview goes everywhere. I like it. That's good. <laughs> I don't even feel like I'm being interviewed. I'm just talking. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, um, no, you know, it's good to get out. It's good to do things, you know, because while, while life is slowed down because of this thing, it, it don't have to stop. You know, right. it, it can't, especially right. for a seven year old. I mean, while he, he yeah. grasped the concept of what's going on. He, he, it, it, yeah. he's still seven. He, he wants to do stuff and wants to be a seven-year-old. Right. Yeah. And it, it's hard. You know, I feel it, it's just you got to balance between, you know, what's safe and what makes sense and socially and everything. And then also, like, making sure that he's, you know, not just completely stunted in yeah. every sense, you know, and miserable. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what you need to do. Have you started him cooking yet? Not really. Oh, you need to get him cooking. That's a good idea. Um, you know, I interviewed uh, Kenny Wilkerson a couple of weeks ago, and I got uh-huh. a perfect cookbook you need to order. Oh. It's it's called um, Rockin' Recipes for Autism. And the, oh, cool. The actual website is rockinrecipesforautism.com. The rockin' is I'm with no G. And uh, it's a huge cookbook. This thing weighs like two pounds. But oh wow! All the proceeds go to autism. Kenny printed it himself, and every oh, that's so every cool. bit of it goes to autism. And that's really really awesome. He got all his rocker buddies from the eighties and nineties to contribute recipes, and mm-hmm. they are amazing. I oh, cooked, that's really cool. I cooked twenty the other night. I did wasabi and salmon and a, a sesame encrusted salmon. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, it was awesome. It's worth doing. Yum. Cool. Yeah, my son doesn't eat much, mm-hmm. but I'd imagine they'd have maybe a variety of different things, something a little not wasabi. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've got all kind of stuff. I mean, some of it, they've got some different mac and cheeses. They've got different sauces. You name it, it's it's in there. And it's a really good book. It's got something for everyone. Oh, cool. That's awesome. I'm writing it down. I'm definitely going to look into that. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, i I got to promote some cooking. The name of the show is Smoked Meat, so... Yes. I've got to. Awesome. But yeah. But yeah, you know, I know you're in Hook Like Helen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I love music. I love all kind of music. And I've been listening to y'all some and I am digging it. I like the song Liar. Oh, thank that you. That was my Thanks favorite so, so far. Oh, yay. That's awesome. Yeah. But um, y'all been doing some pretty big things here recently. We've been having fun. That's for sure. Definitely. Um, you know, it's, it's myself and my husband, John. So we're just a pop duo and we're out here in the woods of Ohio, um, near Cleveland and we have a home studio. So we track everything ourselves, um, record everything and, uh, produce it all just down in our basement. And, you know, we've been able to get our music, uh, out there via the internet and it got, uh, you know, caught the attention of Michael Damien and Janine Damien who created, uh, the dance film High Strung. And we ended up getting some music in there, the sequel to that, High Strung Free Dance, which is out now. And, um, you know, that's Liar. The song has a big dance scene in it um, that was choreographed by Tice DiOrio and the beautiful Juliet Doherty, who's the star of the film, dances to uh, dances to our song Liar in the movie. And it's just been like a crazy whirlwind to get to see like these super talented people just using our art like in their broader context of of their big movie and you know seeing it on this the big screen and then it just dropped on netflix just um a little over a month ago so 
uh, yeah, it's it's been really cool for us, definitely. Yeah, I imagine that's a little bit surreal, you know, know that you you were in your basement, made this, and all of a sudden you're on Netflix yeah. in a movie. Yeah, it, it really is. You know, like thinking back on like when, you know, how this started and, um, you know, we were actually, John's uncle um, was a sound engineer up in Seattle and he passed away um, in kind of quite tragically and young um and he had a home studio himself and had willed it to us which is and this was a couple years ago now and that's how we ended up getting this gear this it was a very humble just a pro tool setup with two studio speakers and um you know john and i have been musicians all our lives but we've never actually you know self-recorded or done kind of the technical side of things but then when this landed in our laps we kind of just felt like it was our duty to at least like learn how to use it and try. And so that's how it got started. So just going from that and just being like, all right, let's, you know, let's try recording this and, you know, let's take an iPhone video and put it on the internet to like, you know, flash forward. Now we're in Bucharest, Romania, shooting a music video and we're at, you know, movie premieres and interviews and all this stuff. It's just like, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, what kind of, what kind of soundboard do you have? Do you know right off the top of your head? soundboard mm-hmm. um so literally it's all digital for us mm-hmm. <laughs> like we don't we don't even have much and we do um so it's right now we have we started with the pro tools mbox that's what we were given by john's uncle ben and then um we recently upgraded to an apollo twin for the interface mm-hmm. but we're still using pro tools and um an at forty forty microphone i think and then as far as like Mixing, we do outsource to a friend of ours, Isha Erskine, who um, we do everything via Skype with him because he's out there in Northern Northern California. Um, But he's like kind of a whiz with all the gear and stuff. So he does the mixing once we've gotten it all recorded. Well, I tell you, I I just actually just upgraded my board. And if you want to spend $400, and it's actually really cheap for what you're getting, um, write this down. It's the Zoom LiveTrack L8. This thing is amazing. Because oh, right, nice. right now I'm running through my laptop and recording on it and the board. But the board actually runs on, the, to power it on the wall, you have a USB cable. Um, you can run it off of a USB battery bank. Or it oh, takes cool. four AA batteries and record for like 10 hours on those. Wow. It's got eight tracks. Um, it records straight to an SD card. You can edit on this thing. This thing is amazing. It's got effects on it. You need to look into it because you can travel with it. That's fantastic. And f- and so it's what live track L8? Zoom. Okay. Yeah, it's got four headphone outputs where you don't have to buy a separate headphone amp for everybody to have their own little mix. You can that it's built in. This thing is awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. It's got phantom yeah. power. It's it's great. Nice. Yeah, we don't what well, the way we are right now, we can only really track like at most two things at once. So we're pretty much just doing everything separate, but that's that's awesome. Yeah, it's got it's got six of the combo inputs and two um, regular inputs plus a USB plus um, like when on my old board, if I wanted to do a phone call, I had to do a mix minus, which is a couple of cables and adjust all kind of stuff. This has a channel. I plug my phone into it, and boom, it's done. Nice. Yeah. That's I'm, fantastic. I'm loving it. So y'all look into that because it'll it'll give you a little bit more freedom, and you for can sure still, you can still edit on Pro Tools. Nice. 
Yeah, I'm glad I brought my notepad for this one. I've got all kinds of good hints from you already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I say, this ain't your normal interview. This is just, I bounce everywhere. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Like I say, when, when I say I've, I've bounced into Bigfoot, yeah, I do that quite often. Okay. And be, being in the woods of Ohio, because Ohio is actually a big state with a lot of sightings, do you believe? Oh, really? Yeah. I don't, I'm open-minded. I have not seen any evidence myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but I haven't spent enough time in the woods, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen one. I've, I've heard some things in the woods that I can't explain because I've been in the woods my whole life, but right. you know, I've, I've never seen one, but I, I like to believe because I, I feel like we can't have seen everything. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. But who knows? Who never knows? Know. I, I believe in UFOs too, so... And ghosts. Yes. I've ghost hunted. Have you ever done that? My mother-in-law has. I haven't. She has all of her own ghost gear and everything. Mm-hmm. And she travels around to all these different places. Like she's been up to um, Oregon and like Virginia and I think even New Orleans at some point and brings her gear with her. And then she lets me hear all this weird stuff she records. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird because I've, I've actually got a boatload of recordings. And before, whenever I would do it, you know, you do your recordings and, you know, go, go home or work or wherever you go that night and sit and listen with your headphones and just mm-hmm. listen to you and your, find, you'll find out how big idiots you and your friends are when you're listening to yourselves ghost hunt because the conversations <laughs> are amazing and you're listening for just little things. And, uh, I've got a new recorder that I actually bought it for the podcast when I started, but I can plug my headphones into it and everything that comes into it, I get real time. So I'm wanting to take that. Oh yeah. But, uh, it's funny. I was doing one of these and I I sat down and edited and actually caught an EVP on the edit. Oh yeah. Cause I, I record, I record my pot, my show first and then I'll go back and do an intro and paste all that together. But when I did it, I was listening to it. And I was alone down here, only one in the house. Um, the person I was interviewing, she was home alone, nobody in the house, no TVs or anything on. And between my edit, when when I finished doing my intro, I pasted the other on there, and you can hear a voice go, I hear him. Ugh. Yeah, that was some <laughs> creepy crap. Oh, no. I'm like, I don't know which end that was on, but I figured I'd let you know we caught an EVP. And she thought that was so cool. But it's the only one I've caught, so hopefully it was on her end. Yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> probably. But yeah, that was that was too weird. Oh, that's awesome! Crazy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like I say, we go a little bit everywhere on this beast. Nice. Uh, I know you tell. I know you were telling me y'all um going to Dollywood hopefully here shortly. Yes. Oh my gosh! So mm-hmm. we just found out that we are nominated um for five josie music awards independent music awards that they host at um dollywood at the dolly parton celebrity theater and um, we're just so tickled by that we're like beside ourselves it's all for our um, most recent ep tragedy of physics and uh, we've got best music video and song of the year for liar um nominations duo of the year pop vocalist um 
EP, something else. I don't know, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. We're super excited. There's like amazing musicians that are um, part of this that have passed winners and that are also nominated. So as long as, you know, everything goes okay with this pandemic stuff, um, you know, it's on. It's supposedly on September 5th. So we're just really excited to get to go there and, and be a part of it and be in the beautiful theater and, you know, have a fun night. So we're excited about that. Outstanding. And I was telling you about some places to eat up there. I've got a show for you to go see also. Oh, sure. I've got a friend up there. He was one of my first interviews and he does a show up there called impossibilities. And okay. it, he's actually in Gatlinburg at the space needle in the Iris theater. And his oh. name is Eric Dobell. He does mentalism and magic. Oh, cool. And he is such a fun show and such a great guy. If you go tell him, I sent you up there. Okay, for sure. He is so awesome. I've actually got to have him back on the show. Oh, that's awesome. That's funny. We we started talking magic and ended up talking about wrestling. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Doesn't seem related, but. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we do. We I go all over the place with this thing. It's 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 just so much fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I bet my son would love that. He wants to be a, a magician when he grows up. So. Oh man, I, I love doing magic. Um, I'm actually a certified clown. Oh my gosh, you're busy. How do you have time to do that? Oh, man, I've done every. I've never turned down a chance to do anything legal, and I've do, <laughs> I've took the chance to do a little bit of shady stuff, but nothing bad. But uh, <laughs> a little bit is good. You got to stay balanced. I actually used to teach fire safety as a clown because you know if I get up there in uniform in the fire truck, I've got them for maybe ten minutes at the most with their attention span. But you get up there right. as a clown in front of kids. You know, we've got documented right. saves where kids have gotten their families out of houses because of what the clown taught them. Oh, wow. And uh, that, that was so much fun. But part of my thing with clowning, I learned magic, like close-up magic, like the right. David Blaine kind of stuff. And I love doing that stuff. It's so much fun because everybody loves magic. Whether they say they do or don't, everybody they do. wants to see it. Totally. And it, it works, you know, and... and Eric just does such a great job. He's he involves the audience in everything he does, and th- they just have so much fun. He'll have kids get up on stage and do stuff with him, and it it just makes memories. Oh, cool! That's awesome. Yeah, and you have to take a day and ride Kate's Cove. It's okay. A, it's a nice little ride from Pigeon Forge. You got to go through Gatlinburg and then go about twenty miles down this winding mountain road. But there's a river that switches sides on the road. You know, you go over bridges, and one minute it'll be on the left side, one on the right. And it's just such a beautiful ride. You don't worry about the distance. Right. But, but Cage Cove is an 11-mile loop through an old settlement in the National Forest that has not been it, – it's untouched. Oh, wow. I bet that's beautiful. It is gorgeous. I mean, you can get out and you can walk in the cabins and that kind of stuff in the old churches and you'll see oh, wildlife. Nice. You can get out and take pictures of deer and I mean, you'll see bears, everything in there. It is just oh, wow. gorgeous. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. When we go up there, my wife d- insists that's one thing we do every time we go up there. Nice. Yeah. It's worth the, worth the time and the trip to go. Okay. I've written that down. We're yeah. definitely going to do that. And also, that's a good way to get away from your phone because there is absolutely zero signal most of the way oh, down nice. that road. <laughs> yeah, yep. sometimes I need that. <laughs> yeah. But, but Super yeah, cool. I, I love that area up there. That's that's our go-to when we want to get away, and we, we're just aching to get back there. Yeah, yeah. 
hopefully, hopefully soon things can get back to normal. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you like hot stuff? Like, like hot spicy? food? Like, yeah. Yes. I keep at least three different kinds of hot sauce packets in my purse at all times for emergencies. Oh, we are a kindred spirit. Oh, good. That is for <laughs> sure. Because I, I am definitely a pepperhead. And mm-hmm. there's a place up there that got about four locations called the Pepper Palace. Oh, my gosh. Make why haven't sure I heard of go. this? It is awesome. They've got one. I think the big one now up there is called The End. And uh, it's it's pretty warm. It's it's good and hot. Yeah. I got one from there called Flashbang that was extremely oh. hot. It was great. But they don't sell Flashbang anymore. They've changed the name to LD50. Okay. And they, they have a horseradish that's called nasal napalm, and it's a really strong horseradish. <laughs> Holy crap, it's amazing. Okay, John likes horseradish. I just like the hot pepper stuff. Horseradish, I can do it, you know, like in wasabi and all that, but I prefer just the hot stuff, but he would love that nasal yeah. napalm. Oh, it is, awesome. it is wonderful. And uh, I tell you, I actually, have you tried any of the challenges yet? No. I did the white chocolate challenge um, Saturday night. Have you okay. seen that one? No. It is a piece of white chocolate about the size of one of the Ghirardelli squares. Okay. But it's infused with 12 of the hottest peppers around. And six of them are variations of Pepper X, which is the newest one. What? Yeah. You're putting me to shame. I don't even know about this stuff. Oh, man. Go to go to Pucker Butt Pepper Company's website. Okay. They're, they're the ones that developed the Carolina Reaper and the Pepper X and all that. They've got so many good things. Okay. And, uh, wow. But a friend of mine sent it to me, and I actually made an Amazon list when all this stuff started and had all the challenges and all the different hot sauces on it. So that anybody orders anything off of here, you can pick which character I do because I do different characters on YouTube and what I'm doing when I'm doing this. And the guy that brought me this, I've, the, my clown's name is Murray on, on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. he, he is not a child-safe clown at all. Okay. This is Murray's voice. Um, during, oh. during Murray's first video, he drank a fifth of bourbon in under 10 minutes. Dear which, God. <laughs> which it was tea in the bottle because if I drank like Murray, I would die. Okay. <laughs> but he wanted me to do a video as Murray while I ate this thing. I'm like, okay, what's Murray going to be doing? And I am sad to say Saturday night, Murray sat down, ate this thing, and read the dirty parts of Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You, you want a nightmare? Hear Murray say, panties. Oh, it just makes my skin crawl. Oh. But it's on my wow. YouTube channel. It's, it's Brad, awesome. Brad's comedy, all one word, no apostrophe. Do not watch it with a seven-year-old. Gotcha. <laughs> but, yeah, I, didn't, I had never seen the book before. That thing is horrible. I've never read it. I'd... I've heard the stories, I guess. But. Oh, it is bad. It is so bad. Oh. <laughs> I made it through two passages, and the heat and the, the disgust from the book killed me. I'm like, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> yeah. All right, good to know. Yep. Check Murray out, though, on YouTube for sure. Oh, yeah, and I've, I've got some other characters on there. I've got the coach who... You remember back in the 80s, in the 90s, where, uh, like, the college football coaches, all of them had their own show on Sunday mornings? Okay. Well, this guy, his name his name is Coach Dan Graham, and he does all this for the kids. Okay. And, uh, 
<laughs> he's got the Southern football coach hairstyle. All and right. The neat thing about it, as big a football fan as he is with the kids, he doesn't have any kids and he's never played football. <laughs> he, he is the proprietor. Let me see if I, I, I rarely do this right the first time. He's a proprietor of Dan Graham's um, Power Washing, Landscaping, Vinyl Siding, and uh, Artificial Bait um, Supplies. Nice. Yeah. And he, he is so much fun, but he's an idiot. <laughs> and I've got a chef. His name is Chef Rupert. Rupert does all kind of stuff on his show. And I've got a guy named Damien Rufferwell, who is the goth guy who is way too old to be goth, who reads gotcha. bedtime stories, and it's he's funny. <laughs> they sound great. And my favorite one is a guy named Wayne. Now, Wayne is special. Wayne is from the 70s. He's got a mm -hmm. great big red furry mustache. The mm -hmm. big red hair, and he wears a, a Hawaiian shirt, actually my Magnum P.I. shirt. And he's got it unbuttoned about halfway down, you know where the hamburger meat hangs out, the chest hair. Right, right. And this is Wayne's voice, baby. Wayne is all about the love. Yes. You want to know Wayne's <laughs> last name? Wayne, sure. Wayne's all you need to know. <laughs> and he is so much fun. I did another challenge with him called the Toe of Satan which is mm -hmm. a lollipop that's made with pretty much pure pepper extract. It's 9 million Scoville units. Oh, God. And uh, I, I had to read the little engine that could while I did that, and the little engine couldn't. I made it about I halfway bet. through, and I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> oh, my God. So what do you do, like drink milk or something? <laughs> oh, a lot of it. And when I did that one, I didn't realize I didn't have a drop of dairy in the house. Oh, no. Yeah, my wife had a new thing of almond milk, and I've never drank almond milk before, but I was like, I'm trying it, and it actually did pretty good. Did it? Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's crazy. You, you learn something new every day, but the other night before I did this one, I made sure I had a gallon of milk sitting near me. Right. Dear Lord. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny, when I was was starting to do it, I remembered I should have done it before supper because I was sitting there going, please do not get sick off of this thing. If it makes you sick, you're going to just die. Because for supper, you know, my wife and kids went out of town for the weekend to see her sister. Mm -hmm. So daddy went to the store and bought an almost three-pound ribeye, bone-in. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. And I said I wasn't going to sit and eat the whole thing, and guess what I did? I sat the and ate thing. the whole thing. <laughs> so well, I'm sitting yeah. here trying to hold it together, stay in character, and praying I would not get sick while eating this ridiculously hot piece of chocolate. And it worked out. Oh, thank goodness. <sighs> the great ones <laughs> dig deep. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds pretty crazy. I've never gone that far. My cousin ate a ghost pepper, I think, mm -hmm. and threw up. <laughs> Oh, man. I've got some uh, ghost peppers that are in vinegar in my fridge right now. I bought some dehydrated man. ones and just rehydrated them in vinegar. And you want nice. to talk about some angry-looking vinegar? It is the angriest shade of burgundy oh, I've ever bet. seen, but it is so good. I was going to say, I bet it's pretty, too, though. It is. It yeah, is. I got... My neighbor gave me a ghost pepper, and I was, you know, I'd heard all the stories, so I was kind of, I was very conser conservative with my putting it in a chili, and I was too conservative because then it wasn't hot at all. So I don't know if either he didn't give me a real ghost pepper, or I just didn't put enough in there, but 
that's been my only experience with it. Well, you got to use seeds. And you know, everybody says the seeds are the hottest part. They're not. You know that little white part on the inside everybody cuts out? Yes. That's the mm-hmm. hot part. Okay. That's where all the oil is. And another all right. Thing, yeah, if, I probably cut all that out. If you want to increase the heat of your peppers, put them in a pan for a minute or two and roast them. Oh, really? Yes. That'll bring the heat out of them. That'll bring that oil oh. out. Even red pepper flakes, if you're using them in something, put mm-hmm. them in the pan first. And you got to do it kind of quick so you don't burn them, but just right. get them good and warm where that oil starts coming out and it, it kicks it. it up a notch. Nice. Okay, cool. I mean, I love the way it tastes when it's been like heated or toasted up a little bit like that, but I didn't realize that brings the heat up. Yeah, it, it takes the, it gets the oil out of it and just kind of helps, helps to blend it a little bit better. Yum. Yeah. Nice. Oh, man. Well, I tell you, I've had a ball on this thing. We, You know you're welcome on here anytime. Oh, yay. Yeah, this is fun. You are a very interesting, very interesting person. You've had a lot of different uh, facets to your life already, I can tell. <laughs> oh, I, I never turned down a chance to do something new. Got to have fun. That's really cool. I love it. Yeah, on the YouTube channel, you can actually see some of my stand-up, too. So. Oh, nice. Cool. I'm yeah. definitely going to head over there after this for sure. Very cool. Very cool. So give me, give me, give me my people how to get, how to get out there and see Hooked on Helen. So we are, you know, because of COVID, we've canceled our live shows for now. Oh, yeah. um, but we're doing some live streams here and there and we're working on some new music and we've got our music videos out and everything. So you can go to hookedlikehelen.com. And that's got all of our links there. Um, We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And then you can find our music on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Deezer, all of that stuff. Stuff I don't even know about. Mm. I I tried to do TikTok and I I, I shut it down. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've I've got a couple on there that might have 200 hits. I have a friend of mine who they made a video, just a simple little yeehaw and a he got a million and a half hits in two days the other day. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. That's it, pretty cool. <laughs> his videos before it have about four or 500 and the ones after have been, I think the highest one's been a thousand, but that one just boom, it just exploded. It's crazy. They got that algorithm stuff going up, uh, some kind of magic. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. But yeah, I, I couldn't figure it out and I was just like, um, I don't know, hearing weird things and stuff about it. So I just got to shut it down for now. But, you know, I might I might bring it back in a little bit. I know a lot of people are having fun with it. So Yeah. Well, you know, just talking to me, do you think I would be able to just sit and do anything for one minute? Nope. <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> nope, not at all. <laughs> and that's okay. There you go. Oh, man. Well, like I say, anytime you want on here, call and say, hey, fat boy, we need to talk. And I will hit the button. We'll go with this thing. <laughs> That sounds fantastic. It's been awesome talking to you and getting to know you a little bit. Right back at you. I've had a ball. Awesome. Well, you have a great day. Hi. It was a perfect storm. You told such lovely tales of.